0: Hey y'all, this is Patty, Queen of the South. I just wanted to take a second to let y'all know how much Schedulicity has truly changed my life. Not only does it keep my clients involved and informed with everything going on through texts and emails, it also allows me to take payment using the app at a lower fee cost than any other app I've ever used. And As a family and a business, Schedulicity is truly there for you and really goes out of their way to make sure that you have exactly what you need to be successful as a business owner. And I mean, it just, it's beautiful energy, y'all. It's so nice to be around people who kind of get it, you know? And for that reason, I'm so grateful for Schedulicity and everything that they continue to do for me and my business. So if y'all have a second today, check out Schedulicity.
1: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, everyone. My name is Jerry Natuno, CEO and founder of Schedulicity, and we're proud to bring you this amazing podcast. Hey, hey, welcome to your day off. My name is Corey, and of course, I'm sitting with well, my best friend. Tom, what's up, buddy? What's up, homie? What's going I'm on, I'm like bro? a villain, man. I'm excited, man. Today, like, t- today our guest has, uh, has, has more titles than Netflix.
2: Yeah, and 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 also we get an extra 10 minutes talking to her today than we did previously. So That's, that's right. That's so our guest it. today this is actually her
1: this, <laughs> this is her second time on the podcast. We we actually talked to her back in January, you know, back uh, pre-COVID, we talked to her in January in Orlando um at the Matrix Destination um in Orlando, Florida. And uh Unfortunately, how those things work sometimes is you only get a couple seconds with, with 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 these artists, and and we had to bring. Well, let's let's let the cat out of the bag. Today, our guest is Danielle Kiesling and and we had to bring Danielle back because you know she's just she's she's worth she's way more worthy than thirty minutes.
2: Yeah, absolutely, and, and she has her hand in everything, brother. I mean, there's nothing I think in this industry she she can't do.
1: No, as a matter of fact, I'm gonna. I teased it with saying that she has more titles than Netflix. So, so here l- l- we'll just run down, and I have to read it, yeah. So it's gonna sound like I'm reading. So Danielle Keesling is the Matrix artistic director, and she, she's part of the Matrix Global team. Ah, there's two. Uh, she mm-hmm. is uh, she's with Great Lengths uh, USA. She's their executive director. So the executive director of of, of Great Lengths, you know, the, the the extension company. Blow me away. She's on the Ultra Beauty Pro team. There's another title. And uh, she's, um oh, she's also uh, involved with Beyond the Ponytail, which is like a, a community platform that, that she's building within the industry. And, you know, just as a side note, she's a 10-time Naha uh, nominee and the 2018 North American Hairstylist of the Year. Dude, I think the podcast is over. We can't even bring her on. <laughs> wow, right. I think you just ate up the whole 30 minutes. <laughs> That's so crazy, man. So, um, so as well, once again, um, you know, just like last time, uh, Danielle put us on a time limit. And now we're on a time limit today. So, you know, I think,
2: I think that so the less we talk, the more we can hear her talk. So that's
1: it. So, you, so you get it. So let's, let's go ahead and bring her in. Uh, Miss Danielle Keesling. welcome back to your day off.
3: Thank you, gentlemen. I appreciate you guys having me. I love to, I love to chat with you both.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Thanks. I can't believe like
2: how busy you are we we were talking before uh we jumped on the podcast a little bit and it was funny you're like come on guys I got a 11 o'clock call with Italy I mean <laughs> you're so busy and you got so much going on it's it, it, and most of us are a little bit more uh I guess less busy forced to be less busy but yet here you are you you're still revving up that's pretty incredible yeah
3: yeah, I mean, when, you know, I've got, like you said, I've the list of uh, priorities and jobs that I have is pretty extensive. And being, being in the top position of some of these brands, you know, everyone's looking at you right now to give them guidance, give them leadership, and, um, you know, my great links. I'm getting on the phone with Italy when I get off the podcast with you guys, because we've got communicating with countries. Uh, It's not just the US, right? This whole like, new way of the world is like figuring out what everyone else in the world is doing and how we're navigating it and how we can be productive. Because right now, without being able to travel internationally, especially it's hard, we're in the process of developing certain products and doing different things. And it's like, you know, we're constantly having to be connected now. So I find myself um, more busy now, which I never thought I would say, but um, you know, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird feeling. We being home first of all, and then being home and being so damn busy, there's like no <laughs> boundaries. <laughs> so I was up till two in the morning last night and I'm, 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 I'm working and I, it, I, it, I didn't have to be, but it's just right. like, it's so funny because this, it's just a, such a different way of the world. And um, I haven't really adapted into like the the breakfast, lunch, and dinner routine yet. So I'm still like on my world travel schedule and I might sleep in, I might go bike riding in the middle of the day, but then I'm working until two in the morning. So I'm still all over the place. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I still treat it like I'm I'm normal. <laughs>
1: Hey Danielle, since you're connected to the rest of the world, like how is you know non-media, non-political? How 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 is the rest of the world kind of responding to this? Or certainly, you know, certainly within our industry, like what's, what's what? How's the response been different than than our response within the industry, or is it any different?
3: Um, it is it is a little different. Um, I think that. You know it's hard to say because I don't get to see the media um in different countries, but from what I'm gathering from talking to uh artists and trying to collaborate on projects it's we're, they're not getting as much of a media impact in the media swing, so right. you know it's funny they're like, "What do you mean you guys haven't finished this?" and I'm like, "Well, I haven't finished it because <laughs> I can't get on a plane and like right. you know I can't get my hands in their hair so um you know, it's, it's a little bit different. I think that worldly, what I'm finding is everyone's still dealing with the same kind of things. Um, Mm -hmm. and a lot of people are still like working from home. Um, so, you know, that's, that's, that's the same, but I think that the media is probably a little bit different. And of course the politics, I mean, I hate to talk politics, but we've got a lot going on in our world right now. And, um, you know, I think that that whole people back to because of the uncertainty of what where we're going to be and like what 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 does our government look like in the next yeah. year and what what's going to change so
1: right absolutely so uh danielle um you gotta let us know um we were uh we well we saw you in la so the week after we we talked to you in um at uh at at, at matrix destination you know we saw you in la at 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 ice And on Saturday night at Naha, um, we were sitting in the audience, and um, uh, they called your name, but you were nowhere to be found. What the hell happened, dude?
3: Oh, my gosh. Okay, yeah, so that's a good story. Um, (laughs) It's so my luck, too, by the way. I'm super organized, and I'm I'm always on time. So um, the fact that that happened. so. Somebody somewhere had obviously put my name in to present an award. And uh, wherever the miscommunication fell, it never got to me. And I missed rehearsals twice, and no one reached out. <laughs> um, so I had literally no idea. No, no idea. Wait, wait, wait. I, you had
1: no idea that you were presenting an award?
3: No idea. So, um, yeah. I No one, no. I mean, it's like, it. You know what? Whatever. It is what it is. But um, yeah, no, no, I had no idea. And I was sitting next to. It's kind of a funny story because I was sitting next to Ammon, and he. We're talking, and I had Nick Stenson on one side of me and Ammon Carver on the other, and all you know, we're all chatty, 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 and all of a sudden Ammon's like Danielle, I think they just called your name, and I'm like, I looked at him, and you know, maybe a little bit better because I didn't get, I wasn't even a finalist that year, (laughs) and I looked at him, and I was like. (laughs) what the hell I mean I'm not even a finalist why the hell would they call my name and he's like I just heard your name and um I'm like yeah yeah whatever you know you didn't hear my name and the guy came out and um (laughs) all of a sudden he starts cracking jokes about well she didn't come to rehearsals and she didn't go to the you know she must be in the bathroom and Ammon was like that is I knew they called your name so I thought, oh, my God. So, of course, what do I do? I just react. I jump up, and I'm like the worst seat in the entire auditorium. I'm in the middle of the freaking, like, row where I have to right. crawl over everybody in a dress. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, I'm, I'm here. Okay. <laughs> Not going to be made of love. So So, um, yeah. It's pretty I funny. Mean, we, were,
1: I, we were actually just a couple rows behind you, so we <laughs> we kind of saw you panicking to get ac-
3: to get across. There's the- a whole nother There's a whole nother backstory to it too, because uh, I think it was the year before I had won an award at BTC and um, I came off of a week being like crazy exhausted. And I was sitting with my design team with Ulta Beauty and I was like dozing off and all of a sudden, and I did not think I was going to be a contender for this avant-garde award at all. It's not usually my like style. Um, and my name got called and my one of my design team members were like Danielle Danielle wake up come on get up and i like jumped up and i was still kind of like right. where what am where am i i had a glass of wine i was like oh and i got up on stage and i was just like i I never go blank, and Amon Carver again was like, "Oh God, here she goes. What the hell is she gonna say?" Yeah. <laughs> so the whole principle of this Naha thing—I mean, Nick was already like shaking his head, like, "Oh, this is gonna be another HR nightmare." <laughs> I'm like, oh, come <laughs> on, give me some credit.
1: <laughs> oh my God, you're yeah, the ultimate lot professional at surprises.
3: Yeah. Oh my gosh! I know. I just am like, whatever, go with it. I thank God though, uh, Rodrigo. He's a mentee of mine for Matrix. He was the one that won that award, so it was like bittersweet because it saved the whole thing. Because I was actually, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie, I was kind of pissed. I got yeah. up there and people were like, "Oh, you were steaming. <laughs> like <laughs> you were about to lose it," and um, yeah, I kind of was. So it was, it was good. It was, it was, it was a good story.
1: I can verify that she's pretty pissed, Tony, because we saw her right after. <laughs> she was pretty hot. I kind of, I, I felt like, you know, back in the days when we could hug, I kind of had to give her a little hug, be like, it was okay, man. You you pulled it off. Yeah, she was oh. a little hot.
2: <laughs> oh, that is too funny.
1: That is so funny. If it's going to happen
2: to anybody, you know what I mean? At least you could, it's happening to someone who can handle it, so.
3: <laughs> Seriously. I've, I pull the blonde card out a lot, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: that is so awesome well thank you for the entertainment because that was that was, that, 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 that was it was certainly uh one of the highlights of our naha evening yeah
3: people <laughs> asked me it for the rest of the week at ice they were like that was a, like i had half and half I had people coming out i could tell you were mad and then i had other people going that was a, that was a skit right like that was all planned i'm like no no that was not a skit
1: I wish it was. <laughs> <laughs> well, play it played off as a skit. So you're fine. You're fine, Danielle. That's oh, so guys. crazy. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh. Hey, so um last time we talked, we talked a little bit about um beyond the ponytail and and what so what's going on with that this year because I know that uh you you mentioned before we got on that that you guys were yeah, had some big plans coming up. Um yeah. I mean, I mean, 2020s, you know, shot everybody crazy, but
3: <sighs> gosh. Um yeah, so we So, Angela, um, a good friend of mine who's the founder of Beyond the Ponytail, has, you know, she's just cultivated this amazing online community and celebrating inspiration and celebrating hairdressers and really giving them props. I think that, you know, she has a bit of a background in education, but what she really is passionate about is that feeling that hairstylists get when they're reposted and that feeling that hairstylists get when. Um, somebody celebrating their work and they get to like shout it out to everyone that they know on social media and she's developed a platform over 500,000 followers. And um, it's been a great, great thing. Um, I came along, we met actually um, through a social media proposal that I was putting together for great lengths. And we just clicked, you know, when you meet someone that you just click with and uh, you just know, um that like you guys have the same mindset and the same ideas and that that's definitely uh what we what we do and what we have and we just decided that you know this was pre-covid that you know with what she was doing and with my background in photo uh work and editorial and celebrity and um working with all these campaigns and brands that we wanted to create a another brand, it was actually called Hair Biz and Beyond. And we were going into a whole hands-on education platform on photo shoots and how to do them, whether you live in South Carolina, Georgia, New York City, LA, you don't, you know, Iowa, it doesn't matter. So um, we had our first class ready to launch in March. Um, And bittersweetly, we had to postpone it, obviously. And um, we just, you know, we didn't want that to stop us. though. So we sat around and chatted a lot of zoom calls, a lot of FaceTime calls, and we decided that we were going to, you know, let's, let's back up a little bit. Let's be smart about this and be really business savvy. We wanted to launch this new entity of beyond the ponytail, but I'm like, in reality, we have this amazing gold goldmine of a platform that you've cultivated over the last six years. And why not just give beyond the ponytail a facelift. And so we've partnered, we've formed an LLC and we've got a lot more in the future coming besides beyond the ponytail, but right now we're taking this platform that's already a great platform with a great following and we're really giving it a good facelift. So we're going to we're designing and developing a whole new blog, um a whole new featured artist page. Um we're redesigning the entire website. So it's actually going to be not just a website, but it's going to be the meat of uh, Beyond the Ponytail, where we'll have sponsored blog posts from companies. And we're doing a lot of live interaction, a lot of digital. Um, We've already working with a lot of brands um, to be promoting their influencers and their artists through, through our classes and through our digital platform. So it's, you know, it's kind of a it's taking a step back of where we know we want to go in the future, but um, we're really excited about it because it's it's an opportunity to take something that's already been so cultivated and so special to her, and finally make it a ne- the next level and make it another uh, contender. And I think the world of online digital uh, media and online digital companies that are in this are in our trade. So we're excited. It's, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. We've got, we we're not going to give up on hair biz and beyond. Once we get to travel again, we're, we're going back to cultivating those, uh, hands-on photo shoot sessions. And, um, we actually have something in the works on the consumer side as well. So, um, it's given this, this time at home has given me a lot of a lot. I've used my extra downtime. Let me put it that way. It's not giving me any more time. I think I'm, like I said, busier than I was. But I'm using my extra downtime to um, go. Gosh, now what else can I jump into? Because I need another job. You know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> You're like, all right, what more work can I create for myself? All right.
1: <laughs> so I guess that I mean. <laughs> I guess you kind of answer my next question, which is like, you know, what does what a creative do? You know, I mean, there's, there's no doubt that, that, that the, that the creative juices are going, but if you can't actually get your hands in hair, like, 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 what, what are you doing? But it sounds like you're doing well everything.
3: I am, you know, it's funny. I'm, I'm fortunate because I do have a creative side and a business side. I actually owned a salon for seven years and that's kind of part of my consulting business and my coaching business is uh, working with salons on how to make them very, very profitable. So um, my seven-year salon was a, a way for me to support my passion and artistry. And it really allowed me, uh, the income from that salon allowed me to travel the world and uh, get away from actually being uh, active doing hair in the salon. Um, I really just used that income to support my passion. So after seven years, I've hit that bittersweet spot and I sold the salon for profit. I think they,
1: and yeah, I think they call that the seven-year itch, right? <laughs> it is, right?
3: It is. You know, <laughs> and, you know, I left on a good note, but it, it's interesting. I I also kind of had to, you have to, when you're running any kind of business, it's hard not to um, be super emotionally connected to it, right? And it was my baby. I mean, I I created this everything I dreamed of a salon being, and but once it started getting to the point where I was not at the salon as much um staff was obviously human they were getting a little like fed up with watching me on Instagram having fun traveling all over the world and that I was not I wasn't <laughs> present in the salon space and you know you can't help but get a little jaded it's just human nature you know and i i got to the point where i had to step back and go you know it's a really good spot right now that I could sell for profit. And, um, and now I, I, I did that and every month I actually financed it, um, for the lady that bought it. And now every month that, that really nice check comes in and I go, wow, you know, I get that for the next three years. And, um, it's, it's just a nice feeling to know that all your hard work um, is not only being still recognized and celebrated and passed on because salon karma still exists and it's still there. Um, but now I'm getting, I'm getting profits from it and I don't even have, I have nothing to do with the salon anymore. So.
2: Oh, that's fantastic. So what comes easier to you if they do come easy to you, the artistic side or the business side? I mean, cause it seems like you you've been able to, really flourish in both fields you know yeah
3: i i don't know i i really what comes easy to me is uh probably the business side i i think people look at me and say the artistic side comes easy to me i'm i'm a lot harder on myself on my artistic side so i beat myself up for everything on my artistic side. I question myself. I will do something over 500 times. Um, it's very interesting. Uh, business, I I get business. Business, I've been fortunate to have enough people in my life that have taught me how to invest money and taught me how to make money with my money and um, just be a... A, a leader and be a coach and be uh, level-headed and not be emotional about anything so it's I have two very it, people would say if it was probably bad personalities that I have to split personalities because I can be <laughs> the most emotional lovey rainbows and unicorns and everybody should be happy and that's my artsy artsy side and then I've got my like straight face it's it's black and white there's no gray area it just has to be facts it doesn't have to be emotional and that's my business side and um I have two very very different sides so i'm I'm blessed and I I think that it's part of what makes me strong um, in the industry and it also I have a passion for both I can honestly say that I get talking business and I get really passionate about it. And uh, people that haven't seen that side of me, actually Alfredo was just here spending the week with me. And he was like, why don't we have you teaching business classes? Because I would, I just get into it. And I'm like, and this and that, and it should be like this. And, um, you know, and I don't know. It's the, but the artsy side of me too. Like I said, it I I could beat myself up for things all day long i still feel like i have a well, I think creative that, you know, mind you know i but... think that
1: any art is subjective right and, and 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 i would i would guess for you it's even more subjective because you know you're putting it out there your reputations on it and stuff like that i mean when it comes to business it is just black and white right it, it, you know the two plus two always equals four um in a sense or you know that's how that's that's how business should be run you know but but mm-hmm. you know once you once you put subjectiveness i don't know if that's a word but you know once you put subjectiveness into um into it you know then there is no there's no ceiling right
3: yeah yeah no it's very true the one thing I have to say about the the things that I've learned being um where I'm at with the artistry and leading of teams of teams plural of artists is you know and the best advice I can give any artist is really be true to yourself and true to your artistry and don't be what you think people want to see, be what makes you an artist and you're going to end up getting people to gravitate towards you because of that. And um, it was interesting. When I went to shoot the hairdresser of the year collection, I was kind of a fish out of water that year. It was 2017. I guess I shot it for the end of 2017, beginning of 18. Um, And I was at the top of my career and the bottom of my life. So uh, crazy, those of you guys who know me, I was literally, I got promoted as artistic director for Matrix US. Uh, I got onto the global design team for Matrix. um, And I was going through a hell of hellish divorce, Um, crazy, crazy, crazy divorce, and So my 2016 and 17 were like total highs and lows, emotional roller coasters, best years of my life and worst years of my life. And I walked into shooting that hairstylist of the year collection. And I remember like, I kind of work backwards. Sometimes a lot of people get inspiration from an object or some, like some mood or feeling I get, I take a lot of inspiration from fashion. So I, I was in such a, Pickle to get time to design what I actually wanted to do with the hair. So I just went fashion savvy and just shopped and got all the wardrobe. And I showed up to the shoot and I usually have like plans. I know exactly what the hell I'm doing. And Ammon looked at me and he's like, what are you going to do today? I'm so excited to see it. And I was like, I have no freaking idea. <laughs> <laughs> like, I am not going to lie. I'm usually really good at like making things up on the fly. But I literally was like, I'm just going to sit each model down and do me. Because I don't know what else to do at this line." I've had it the craziest last couple months. I'm like, I just haven't had time. And that's what I did and it just freaking came together and it was one of those things where I look at that collection and I'm like that is by far my favorite collection I've ever done um still to this day and it's totally me it's totally me and it's my aesthetic and I learned a huge lesson from that because I was like, all right, from now on, this is easy. Shit, I just want hairstylists to be here. I'm just gonna do me. <laughs>
1: right. <laughs>
3: you know, so. so
1: do do you think do you think the uh the darkness that you are in contributed to to that collection?
3: Uh yeah, I think so. I mean, I I think that you have in every life lesson you 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 have to take away something from it and for those of us who choose to take away those gifts even though some of them don't seem like gifts at the time um it definitely grows you as an individual and um you know one of my my biggest things is I'm a control freak I'm OCD and I like to be in control and um my life was totally out of control and I had to Come to that place even showing up at my naha shoot which i spent a fortune organizing for and i was like i can't even believe that i've invested this much money and i'm walking into this photo shoot and i really have no freaking clue what i'm doing um it you know one of the one of the things though that i that the gift that came from that was get like sometimes you have to lose control to gain control and um i just had to let let i had to trust the process and trust my abilities and talents and i think that um we just sometimes we doubt ourselves you know and shit i had to trust a lot in myself that year so yeah
1: that's
2: that can be really hard to do right it's like because a lot of times you know i mean you know you can do it and you know you have all the support but sometimes you truly have to just really let go and just really believe in yourself and 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 allow it you know because a lot of times you know you say that but you really you rely on other people right it, yeah you really trust in those to help you and but when it's just you and sometimes you just gotta really uh just yeah let it all go and, and really believe in yourself.
1: It reminds me yeah. of the. Uh, it reminds me of that Janis Joplin song. Um, and, and the quote from that <clears> is, you know, uh, freedom's just another word for nothing else to lose, right? And that you were able to be free because you know, one, you hadn't prepared for it, you know, and totally, and, and two, like you know, it was you had freedom essentially. That was it.
3: That's a really good point. I, I think that that and that goes to saying a lot, you know, uh, some of my best work has been when I've had freedom. And one of some of my worst work has been when I've been so tunneled into a certain thing that I that I'm supposed to do, or I feel like people are expecting you to do. And um, that that was a good it's a good analogy and it's like, it's, a, it's exactly the story behind that collection. I mean, it was funny. It's like, thank God I had good models too, because they mm-hmm. were, you know, they were so supportive and they were like, we were all having fun. We were just like, they're having a, a total good time and I get into my zone and they're like, what are you doing? What are you what what style am I gonna wear? And I'm like, I have no freaking clue, but like you're gonna work it. <laughs> it's gonna be something amazing. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. It's good though. I um yeah and I love this is my passion now too is to mentor. I I do a lot of mentoring for people that want to shoot for Naha and taking the fear out of it and taking the um overwhelm overwhelmness out of it. You know, I got my first Naha nomination and I've told this story many times, but my first naha nomination I didn't spend a dollar for. I found three models that were pretty locally and I found a fashion photographer that was real green to shooting hair, and we just worked together and communicated a lot, and I ordered a jumpsuit, some like spacey, space-age jumpsuit off of, I think it was eBay. It cost me like 50 bucks, and I put all three models in that jumpsuit, and granted, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, we started this photo shoot, I think, at 10 in the morning, and I don't think we ended till like two. In the morning, oh, the wow. next morning, um, because I, I had such, um, I was so green. It was in 2011, I think. I was so green. I didn't, um, I didn't. I read every detail and every rule to Naha, and I did not have one hair out of place. So, like the raw images looked just like the final images. I was literally scared to death to get disqualified um, for moving a hair. (laughs) Um, And those poor girls, my God, they were like mannequins. Like, I'm like, don't move. (laughs)
1: Um, But,
3: you know, it's like, I've gone from that and being nominated to now, you know, spending money and having production and investing in myself and uh, being nominated and winning. So, um, you know, I take great, I take a lot of pride and pleasure into like bringing new, new artists up and um, taking the scariness out of doing something like that.
2: And that's beautiful because a lot of times people, uh, you know, will hold on to that information, but yet you're turning it around to help others to build others. And that's, you know, obviously that's who you are because you're working for so many different brands that, to try to help and educate so many other people and even with your own business with beyond the ponytail. And so it's just, you know, it's beautiful to just see someone who experiences and wins so much and then turn around and kind of give it all away.
3: Yeah, no, I thank you for acknowledging that. I do. and I, you know, it's funny. There's some times where people ask me, they're like, how do you work with so many brands? And like, that's not a conflict of interest. I'm like, you know, I, I'm I'm careful because most of them aren't a conflict of interest, but I think that they all know me so authentically that, and I'm not going to lie, my mouth gets me in trouble sometimes. I'm too authentic sometimes. I just like say it how it is. And then like, I now when I work with like bigger companies, especially like Ulta Beauty, I'm like, Nick's always like HR, HR. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. Good thing I do
1: all the executives here. I mean, I guess that is the question. Like, 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 how do you manage it all? You know, I mean, you're, you're just off the top of my head. You're, 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 you're with three different, you know, large brands. How how do you manage all that? And you have your own interest in like Naha and stuff.
3: I I work a lot. (laughs) I, I really do, you know, and it's, people will say, cause they, they watch my Instagram and they're like, Oh, you have this nice life and you live at the beach and you do all this. And I'm like, yeah, but I also work. I mean, I'm, I'm a workaholic. Like I've been married and divorced twice because of it. <laughs> I've been, um, I, and you know, real, real, like most people just don't get it. I, I am driven by work. I love it. I thrive off of it. Um, I also play hard. So I work hard to play hard, and you know that is my balance, and I do enjoy life, and I do believe that you have to enjoy it um, in order to fuel yourself and be uh, passionate and inspired. Um, juggling it isn't always easy. I have to be really, really, really diligent. I actually still am a pen and paper girl. I write to-do lists, and I actually... <laughs> at the beginning of this whole like quarantine thing my to-do list was getting to be like a of a notebook and I was like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to lose my shit <laughs> and um, are you so are, I, are you but, one of those
2: people that I mean which I wish I was I try to be but it never works out but like you know I wake up okay six o'clock is I have my coffee or my workout seven o'clock to nine o'clock I'm working on this project from 11 o'clock to one o'clock I'm working on this project so on so on is that how organized you are do you dedicate time like that
3: interesting I love that question actually so I'm super organized I take my list now and but I I'm organized but I'm honest with myself I have a huge ADD so I will start literally 15 projects at one time and my roommate you can ask her she's like oh my god i don't even get it like you will literally start one thing and then you're over here and you, you're filming content and then you come down here and you're freaking painting a cabinet and then you go back upstairs and you're like cutting hair um i so i take my crazy pages of to do lists and i i look at them every night and i try to transfer them over into what i call today's list and today's list, usually I I have to be realistic. Like I want to get these, my today's list doesn't mean that my ADD projects are on there. That just means that these five things need to get accomplished today. <laughs> and the rest is a free for all. Well, let, <laughs> and, yeah, Let's
1: get into it. what is on today's list.
3: Today's list. So my great links call is today's list. Um, I've got actually a bunch of women coming over to my house tonight. So that's on my today's list for a whole skincare thing. Um, and then my call with Angela is on today's list. So actually I only have three things that I have to get done. No, well
1: actually we got four. Uh oh. oh, come on Danielle
3: four, I know four four was my expense reports actually that I need to get to my company so that one keeps you know what it's funny because that one's been on my list and I keep transferring it to today to today to, to today and so there you go you know that I don't do this for the money because it's like what the hell I have so many things that I need to like submit my invoices to and I'm like I'll do that tomorrow I'll do that tomorrow and I thought I I was thinking about it last night at two o'clock in the morning. I'm like, you know, I probably need to collect this money because
1: rents (laughs) do, you
3: know? So yeah, yeah. I mean, the labor of love, I guess.
1: Oh my God. That's so awesome. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, unfortunately, Danielle, you, you, you've cut us off again. So, uh, we, we, we have a hard out, um, today i listen dude honestly i i i love this um i i love just sitting back and having conversation with you um it it, it, we can do this anytime and by we can do this anytime i would love to bring you back in and 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 just 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 chat you up um we uh we like these conversations hey danielle if people need to find you or, or if you have anything you want to talk about uh what are those things
3: um instagram of course Uh, my instagram handle is danielle period Kiesling or Danielle dot Um, I actually hate that. I did that when I first started, I'm like, why did I put that period in there? But whatever. <laughs> so it is what it is. I can't change it now. Um, and then obviously I'll be doing, I'll be heavily, heavily involved, uh, soon with beyond the ponytail. And you'll be seeing a lot of my, uh, the new launches for the website and stuff on my, on my Instagram. Um, and then I also have a website, which is, uh, shocking, com. <laughs> um, and <laughs> it makes it easy. It's all my portfolio. It's like really my online, like professional portfolio, um, and a way to get in touch with me if you want to send me an email or anything. And, um, you know, just, I guess my parting words would be that I, and I sincerely mean this if you need help, or you need guidance, or you need mentorship, or you, you know, like, whatever, like, reach out to me, I'm super, super open. That's what I do. Um, That's really what I'm passionate about. And I, you know, that's why I think I've been part of so many brands and part of this beyond the ponytail, um, you know, relaunch and everything. And, uh, you know, that's, that's, part of what I do is my coaching. So I do even digital coaching. I do, I've do. i been FaceTiming, I've been Skyping, I've been doing Zoom meetings. I helped a woman redesign her entire brand. Um, she's relocating. So we've like redesigned her website. I mean, there goes my business mind again. Um, I actually am also cultivating, I know like I need another job. I'm cultivating a social media team right now that is helping people um, with their social media. So I've got some amazing people in the industry that have actually been models for me that are young girls that have like super good social savvy skills and they're super trustworthy. And um, I could go on and on, and on a whole nother podcast That's real, it, you're but, <laughs> um, where I've got girls like working for me all over because, you know, modeling right now too, they can't, they're not doing as much of, and right. I've developed such a great tight family between my models for all beauty and my models for matrix. And I literally like bring my models everywhere with me now and we've all become friends. One of them lives with me now, you know, so, um, I've been cultivating a whole nother team of like them to help people in the hair industry help with their social media not be robotic about it, but help, help, help them, uh, learn it. Um, basically like, you know, you work with one of my girls and then eventually they show you how to use Canva and how to use over and all these things. And then you can choose to continue on with it how you want or you can continue on it with them.
1: So So if they um, wanted to, if, if somebody wanted to get into that, they can just get, uh, get in touch with you through the website and through the, Yeah, I think it says contact me or something like that. Contact. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yes, she I promise, do... she,
2: she promises to move you to
3: today's list. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I will. I will. I will make sure that
0: is one thing I'm
3: good at. I don't
1: forget appointments. Okay. <laughs> I will put my. I'll put my invoices to the side, but I won't ever forget an appointment. <laughs> she, she'll put her invoices to the side
3: and her her Naha um a uh, 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 guest spot on the side. <laughs> I will. I will. Awesome. Dana, I
1: will. That's awesome. Danielle, Looking thank forward to time. our next
2: podcast together. We would love having you on.
1: Yeah, oh,
3: definitely. I would love to bring you guys on our podcast eventually for Beyond the Ponytail as well.
1: We're in. We're Anytime. in. You just you yeah, just job. email us and, and, and we'll and we'll, we'll we'll schedule it up. That'd be awesome. Miss Danielle Keesling, once again, thank you for your time. Thanks for the conversation. I, I, we just love 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 talking to you, and and thank you very much for joining us on your day off.